Gentlemen, behold the Dark Asylum podcast. I am your sarcastic, anthropomorphic, cynical milkshake, the chosen one, Zach Winters. And with me, as always, is my super smart, psychic, telekinetic box of fries, Darkness. Oh, a brother? No, you you fucked up the oh, joke. Oh, shit, that's Meatwad. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> and then, no, we're, we're leaving this in. And then yeah, right. my, and then my, my chewy, lumpy, uh, I had this worked out in my head. Fuck it. He's meat. He's Meatwad. Mike, or, uh, Big Vicious. <laughs> Jesus, Zach, what's wrong with you so, tonight? So, usually, little peek behind the curtain. Usually, I have um, a beer or two before hopping in here and recording with you guys. Today, I have not. <laughs> He's Why? progressed to just straight vodka now. <laughs> no, I'm drinking water because it's 90 degrees and I'm sitting in my closet and it's hotter than shit in here. Anyway... Nice. Welcome to the Dark Asylum Podcast, the weekly podcast where three professional wrestlers try not to talk about professional wrestling. But we will this week because I watched uh, You Cannot Kill David Arquette, and it's really good. But first, we'll start off with each other's weeks, or, or we can get into a little bit of bummer bummer news. Chadwick Boseman dying of colon cancer, which was a big hit to the nerd community. It's like all of a sudden, I get a message from a guy I work with, and he's like, Yo, did you hear? I'm like, the fuck you talking about, dude? And I look it up, and I'm like, geez, did, man. Did we even know that he was sick? Like, we all, like, I heard, I Nobody. saw the pictures of him getting, like, skinnier and skinnier, but I didn't know he was sick. It, it started becoming rumors in, like, April or May or something like that when he did some uh, video, some um, video on Twitter or something, which he pulled down, but nobody knew. He just, all of a sudden, was like, bam, right there. Jesus. Yeah, it's, I guess they're going back and saying that he actually had been diagnosed with it while he was still, and he was an end game. And, um, no, he, it was back with, uh, it was 2000, what, 16? So, I mean, even before Black Panther. Yeah. It was, he was just going through treatments and stuff during end game. So it was Jeez. even, even more, uh-huh. even especially harder for him because, you know, he's sitting there getting, whatever treatments he needs for what's going That's, on. And then he's got to go out to the set. He's got to go out to the set and do this super physical, you know, black Panther role. And he's got to try to re- retain that superhero, you know, size and strength. Yeah, the the, the right. thing that's, that is crazy to me is we've got over 10 years worth of the MCU. And, you know, when you have big long franchises, like, you know, you had Harry Potter, and the original Dumbledore, I mean, he died early on, and they replaced him. Yeah, and you know, with a cup, with an exception of a couple of minor characters, I was amazed that having a cast at that age for a lot of the teachers and stuff, they all made it for the most part. You know, till the end of the series, to have someone like Chadwick Boseman who is still very young, yeah, forty three, yeah, forty three years of age. I mean. It's he still had a lot to do. He still had a lot, a lot to contribute to the overall continuity of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it's kind of it, it's kind of an even harsher blow because they still had so much for him. His character was still strong in in, in story, and he was still so young. He was supposed to 
take it a few more movies at least and then be, you know, intertwined throughout the rest of the stories. Yeah, that new Black Panther movie coming out. It's, it's not happening now. Removing yourself from the, the tragedy of the loss, I mean, and just looking at it as a purely storyline aspect, it's where do they, where can you go from here? Do well, they replace? Do they do they pass it on the White Panther on to Shuri? Do we? I mean, there's options. There's things that have happened in the comics that they can try and translate. I mean, it's still kind of new and fresh in everyone's head, so I don't expect anyone to to make any decisions. But you know, I'm honestly hoping he didn't. He's not going to do. He didn't sign that uh that one release that Disney's been passing around, and then we get a CG the Bobby work. Yeah, yeah, we don't get a we don't get a Carrie Fisher. Yeah, or or Mark yeah. Hamill. We, uh, he 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 signs his shit over. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, that poor guy got so beat down with those last set of movies. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's. I mean, I don't want to say it's unprecedented because this stuff's happened before plenty of times. But it's just there was still so much more for him to do. And aside from all the other roles outside of the MCU that he was, you know, he had to do, he still had a whole lot of life to live. And, you know, so. I mean, yeah, like you said, take, you take the, you think of the, about the, the, the tragedy just of it all, just, just not, just not the movies. Like he was taking, he, what he did for uh, black superheroes in general was huge. Yeah, yeah, I th- I think the role, and, you know, transcended the, the, almost. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't. Then, ju- it was. He was a black superhero, yes, but more than just black kids, and you know, white kids loved him. It was a universal and a universally loved movie, mm-hmm. and everyone could relate to that character. And he just transcended everything, all these barriers. So that was, you know, a very rare thing in this this business of making movies yeah anyway so rest in peace chadwick bosman um what all what all did we do this week i uh i painted myself into a corner like, literally oh are we starting how has god blinded <laughs> darkness today well i figured since it was all i really had going on so this well, week. well we have to replace it because we we're just talking about how uh, Big V got uh, stern talking to, so we can't do him almost dying anymore. It's a, we're having a to put an axe to that part of the show. So yeah, just so just so everybody listening knows, we can't do that anymore. Uh, but we can still do have God blighted darkness. Oh yeah, because that'll never stop. And the only person that I'm going to get in trouble with <laughs> is God. I guess I don't know. Well, it, yeah, it's like you're like the real the real life Millhouse. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everything's coming up Millhouse. <laughs> Jesus, I uh, had some replaced at the front of my house to get up to my front door, fucking hill. <laughs> and they've the been replaced, so they needed to be weather stained and and everything. And we finally had a, a spell of weather that. It wasn't going to rain and destroy everything because you need like 72 hours for this stuff to dry. So I'm out there and I'm painting and I'm trying to get everything, you know. And then I stop and I look 
and I literally painted myself into a corner, <laughs> and I'm stuck out on my deck, and I'm like, all right, I thought I had this all figured out. I left myself, like, little foot, you know, footholds to, you know, put my foot down on and kind of jump around, but nah, I screwed up. So and then I was I stuck got... there for six hours, and nobody came looking for me? No, I was home by myself. My cat was staring at me through the window, just like, you dumbass. <laughs> all right, well. He's like... He's like, kitty, kitty, give me some water. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, it wasn't too bad because I was able to jump up onto the rail and kind of like go over to the side. But the thing that really got me is I set up my uh, my phone with a Bluetooth speaker so I could listen to music. And that was on my roof and I couldn't get it. So my phone was stuck on the roof for about three hours. Oh, my God. But, I yeah, think this is almost was... a better segment. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I was walking down the store, and then I farted really loud, and the so, kids so, were laughing at me, and then I tripped and pissed my pants. Well, so 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 darkness. The phone was okay, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I was, you know, I had to climb up All right, I mean, through the window, get over to the roof, and grab it. But yeah, it was okay. I mean, as long as the phone's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I uh, painted the the stairs in the deck, and. Uh, Got a couple of husband points out of that one, and hopefully I'll turn them in for. Did you finally get cash and prizes later? What? What's that? Did you... Oh, hey, by I the way, I've been to Hawaii. Ever. How... <laughs> How... <laughs> oh shit! How the uh, how the audiobook thing with your wife go? The uh, reading and uh, listening portion. Let's see. My wife gives me a sympathy listen, and. Well, the whole podcast, she gives a sympathy list, and she'll turn it on, and then she'll just do something else. So I don't think she even was paying attention when it came up. <laughs> she fucking... So you were safe? Yeah, she didn't come up to me and say anything. I don't even know if she... You yeah, know, the show's really did. good, but I can't stand that darkness guy. Oh, that's me, honey. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. We need better ratings. Can I get her phone number real quick? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> give her give her a call and let her know... Uh, the topic at hand. Okay, you're kind of creeping me out. Do not Whatever. send, do not send <laughs> pictures on. of your huge, gigantic nuts to his wife, please. Uh, I don't oh, need his no. breaking up for this reason. V- oh, Jesus. Why do you have to even take it there, Zach? Because it sounded like Some you're taking it there. Sent- <laughs> Some guy sent me naked pictures of him sitting on a beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's just V. Anyways. Oh, and, oh, yeah, we're talking about his gigantic nuts. We got to move along now. <laughs> uh, move along. Nothing to see here. Nothing oh, to my see gosh. What brought so, it? What yeah, brought that was, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> sending pictures to my wife, evidently. I don't know. That's but, my uh, wife. Yeah. Well, you know. So that was my week. That was my my How Did God Blight Darkness week. I've been playing Persona 5 because I'm a stupid weeb. And then uh, still playing, chugging along at Disco Elysium, which is an awesome game that everybody should play, who has a a mildly competent computer. Um, I read The Wake. Oh, yes. The Wake. The Wake, which we'll talk about later. I finally finished uh, DC Batman 
metal. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dark Batman's and all that good stuff. So I'm glad to be over with it because sometimes those uh, overarching stories just take too long to get through. Yeah, it gets a little. Some of the things get a little uh... tedious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drawn out long. Yeah. Long. Uh, what so weird I've... shit can we make him do this time? Yeah. Well, we've got evil <laughs> Batmans from all different dimensions that are basically based off of the other members of the Justice League. All right. Send it to print. Okay. <laughs> now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the character designs were pretty cool. I mean, everyone's seen the Batman who laughs. Oh, so yeah. Everyone knows that one. Uh, it looks like uh, Judge Death, but we're not going to bring that up, I guess. And yeah, he's got that one. And there was a couple other cool designs. Um, the there was a female version of Batman that was basically Aqua Woman, which was interesting. <laughs> and uh, the Green Lantern version, the Speed, the Flash Speed Force version. And you know, it was okay. It wasn't. It just dragged on for too long. Well, yeah. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna find something cool, and then they're just gonna beat it to death because it made a little bit of money. Just like anything yeah. else. Oh yeah. Just so like Batman's cool. What if we made him the Green Lantern? Nobody wants to see that bullshit. They don't send it to print. So yeah, basically all I've done. Well, like Zach says, don't say work. But uh, I did Saturday go to a cemetery with a group of people and uh, do some EVP oh, yeah, work. You've been picking you know, up ghost hunting. hunting. You find anything yeah. cool? Um. We had uh, a, a few interesting things there. We were um, over here at the uh, Willamette Cemetery, and uh, <laughs> we kind of tour, toured around and uh, got some, a little bit of, like, nose and goes aways on the uh, spirit box. But we uh, started walking down this walkway, and we get this name, Henry. We're asking, is there anybody out here? You know, we're just repeating the questions, and we get this name, Henry. And we're like, okay, Henry. Well, about six places down, you so there are these flat little uh, markers. You can't see them unless you're like right up on top of them. About six markers down, there's one with the name Henry on it. So, you know, we get a little interested. We stand there and we're asking questions and we're getting a few little hits here and there. And as soon as my friend stuck his foot on the little... Uh, concrete slant that's right before the um, marker we get clear as day go away not like no go and it wasn't all staticky like all the rest it was clear as day go away so we're like all right time to go <laughs> so yeah i'm mad if you're walking we, on my we, grave too no, it, it wasn't walking. It, it was like the foot. It, there's like this little concrete slant that comes from the roadway. Oh, okay. And then it goes into the grass and then the marker. Okay. He put his foot there. He put his foot there to brace himself so he can lean in a little bit and ask a few questions and stuff. And go away. So we take off walking. So we're looping around on the walkway. And two other people were with stop and they start looking at something. We, we walk a little further up. But we turn around and we're like, okay, hey, maybe we should go grab them so we can go. And as we both go to walk, we're both like, whoa. You know, almost simultaneously, we're like, what What happened to you? Well, I felt pressure on my right arm, like it was pushing me back. 
And he had a pressure on his chest that was like pushing on him. And it's like, all right, you know, we're, we're being told to go and now we're feeling like something keeping us from going back in. So it's like, come on, guys, let's go. <laughs> it's, 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 we're done for tonight. Nice. That's kind of, that's crazy that you got actual, you know, first time out kind of contact. That's pretty cool. Well, you go to a cemetery well, that and was, get something. Yeah. That was the thing. We we explained to the group, because this was basically a little orientation to see um, small little groups of people showing up um, to see if they're going to be um, still interested or if um, they're actually serious. Some people watch, you know, TV shows and they're like, oh, yeah, that looks awesome. I'm going to do that. But what they don't realize is a lot of those TV shows add a lot of extra God. stuff in there to keep their ratings. In reality, we might go do something and get nothing at all. And it's, it. I mean, we could go back to the cemetery and get absolutely nothing yeah. again. Um, it, it's just, it's hit and miss. I mean, right at the beginning, before we let the group go, um, we were up at the top part and we tried to do some EVP work and we were getting nothing. So it's like, all right, you know, let's go later on. We'll get into some bigger things. And um, the small group I was in, we decided just to walk around after everybody else left. And that's when we got a little bit of stuff. So it's uh, going to be interesting. I decided to go pick up some equipment, ordered it, got the camera today, waiting for the uh, um, other stuff to come in. And yeah, I'm ready to go. Speaking of, uh, the shows. Uh, can we talk about how fucking stupid Ghost Adventures is? <laughs> uh, that's the one on A and E, right? Uh, travel, I think. Travel, yeah, the one where everything's evil. He always gets scratched. So yeah, that's him. He, he's he's uh, Zach Bagans, and he always wears a stupid Affliction yeah. T-shirts, and he's always jacked, yelling at the ghost, "Come at me, bro! Come at me!" And then like, oh my god, oh my god, turn on the light. Turn on Look the at light. That. There's three. Oh my God. There's three scratches. So Not that I, don't I did know, it myself. I, I don't know which ghost hunting show it is, but I am constantly being mistaken for one of the fuckers on that show. It's Ghost Adventures. I know exactly what you're talking about because there's a dude on Ghost Adventures named Aaron, who looks uh, like. Oh, yep. uh, you talking? Yep. So hold on. I I don't know. So I was going to say you might be mistaken for the um, the old ghost hunter guy. The uh, short bald guy but now that you mention it yeah you do look <laughs> so aaron lost a lot of weight and now he looks like he's like got aids yeah. and shit but anyways um yeah i i okay i can almost see that I, I, not that you look like you got aids and shit, but you know <laughs> jesus v it's pronounced hepatitis uh but like like aaron's the aaron's the funniest one because like they're always like oh yeah this guy uh, murdered four people in this room and then performed satanic ritual rituals where he draped their bodies in there. Hey, Aaron, why don't you go hang out in that room for four hours and see what happens? <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. That, I mean, it's cool that you got different cemeteries out here. I've been to a few of them and some of them are really cool. I don't know. It's Lincoln, Lincoln something cemetery. It's on a hill, and it's got, like, this mausoleum in there that's, like, four stories. And they keep building and adding on sections to it. I like going there. I love that place. It's it's kind of morbid, but whenever family comes to town or something like that, like, we go and hang out at the cemetery, and I show it to them. 
You should you so, guys should come out uh, this way to the Lafayette Cemetery because that one's supposed to be really haunted. Yeah, my kid did a, a school play on that, and yeah, they talk about it being. People really get haunted. like That's... chased out. I haven't been back there yet, but people have been reported about getting chased out, and you could hear shit walking out in the in the woods. I think it's all horse shit, but whatever. Yeah, maybe we should do our Halloween special there. <laughs> I was, Zach sounds like a non-believer. I don't know. <laughs> I, I believe enough that I'm not going there at night, if that's what you're suggesting. <laughs> Just because I don't like hanging out in cemeteries at night. Oh, man, come on. What's I'll, the best places to hang out? You know, we'll th- I'll think about it. Maybe, maybe we can make this work. <laughs> I was just thinking our Halloween special could be our, our favorite horror movies, but whatever. You guys want to go out and get chased by a witch or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the one over here on the on the in the hills is pretty cool. There's a couple of other cool ones out here. I don't I like to go just to cemeteries for the aesthetics and then finding like celebrities. So celebrities. Well, you know, departed celebrities. Just oh. the headstones and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know how morbid it is, but I've got like charcoal rubbings of like Bella Lugosi's headstone when I was living in LA and I went and got that and stuff like that. So oh, that's kinda cool. Yeah. I went up to Seattle one of the trips and stopped by Bruce and Brandon Lee's grave and you know, stuff like that. So Nice. Yeah, I kinda like it. It's funny. I mean all cemeteries are cemeteries, but some of them have different types of, you know, architecture and make them stand out. It's kind of cool. Well, yeah, Bruce there's and Brandon bunch... Lee's got a pretty cool, they got pretty cool headstones. Yeah, yeah, like they're those big slabs of, of I don't know, they're granite or what, but they're really like this big smooth stone that's about four, five feet tall. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I, I've only been to JFK's tombstone. Is that in DC oh, well. or? Yeah, in DC. I went. I went to DC forever ago. Yeah, there's a couple out here that I wanted to see, but you know, like Roddy Piper would be one of the ones for me out here. I never got to meet him in life because I wasn't part of the big Portland scene. So you weren't. Th- you weren't there yet. No. Did no, I tell I you how I accidentally cold shouldered him? <laughs> no, what happened? <laughs> so, um he was at the uh the the BCW arena and I didn't I didn't realize it was him. And I can't remember who I was talking to, but like it was uh two guys and then just this short just short fat guy who I didn't recognize. And then, you know, pro wrestling etiquette, you go around, you shake everybody's hands, you say hi. And then I shook the two guy, two local guys' hands, and then I didn't recognize this little fat guy. And he, I was like, just like, "Hey, I'm Zach." He was like, "Hi, I'm Rod." I'm like, "Oh, cool." And then I completely like turned my back to him, and complete and start <laughs> talking to one of the other guys, and they're all looking at me kind of weird. I'm like, "All right, whatever." And then I leave, and then everybody's like, "Oh, did you see that Roddy Piper's here? Did you see Roddy Piper Piper's here?" I'm like, "No." <laughs> And then I look out, and then of course You're it's like, the short where? little fat guy who I just fucking blew off. Oh, <laughs> damn! After that, he liked me. 
A weird oh, one that's nice. kind of creepy now is that uh, Marty Jannetty seemed to take a huge liking to me. <laughs> right? You know, it's funny because when I first started watching wrestling back in the day, the Rockers were big. And my mom was watching wrestling with me, and she had a crush on Marty Jannetty. Out of that group, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that, you know, she thought Marty Jannetty was going to be a, the big breakout in that, that team. Man, was she wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she she liked her some Marty Jannetty. I don't know if she's kept up with what uh, kind of things he's gotten into well, since then. But... I thought, like... Uh... Me and Marty Jannetty got along, but I can't, couldn't, I think we got along because I couldn't understand a fucking word he said to me. Because I, V, I don't know, V, if you were there, but like he mumbles a lot. I was there because he looked at me and Grant. He was like, Oh my God, guys, how long have you been a team? Like, me and Grant were like, Uh, tonight. Like, <laughs> and he's like, Oh my God, you look like you've been a team forever. I'm like, Dude, you are so fucking high. <laughs> yeah, he'd always like, he always like, uh, would sit next to me and like, slap me on the thighs and shit and then he'd like be i, I like i'd hold a hold conversations with him where he's just in there um and then he'd slap me on the arm and laugh and then i'd laugh too but i have no idea what the fuck he told me probably about how he wants to bang his daughter and kill his drug dealers <laughs> so zach do you like no, you see- about gladiators that's what he was saying <laughs> Yeah, no, so the funny thing was, like, me and Grant did really well that night. Uh, me and me did really well. Uh, we took on the uh, or or key Chokey Warriors, or um, I can't remember. Um, and me ended up doing the uh, Triple Meat Express to Tubbs and the two Warriors. And it, it was a really good match, but he was back there, like, talking like we were, like, 10-year vets in the tag team business, and it's like... Dude, I first clean off the white underneath your <laughs> nose and then kind of a chill a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he, he liked his crown, his crown royal. So since we're already talking about wrestling, since we vow to do very little of it, let's get it all out of the way now. Yeah, fuck it. Zach, did you want to bring up the, the uh, David Arquette? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Darkness, you said you watched a little bit of it. V, did you get to see any of it? I saw some like uh, trailers and shit. Uh, like I, there was a trailer for it and everything. Like where he's talking, he he put the uh, spray tan on, and they're like, "What about your movies?" That like, shit was fuck. funny because like after that, he gets into the shower, and he looks like he has jaundice because <laughs> it's all it's the spray tan still on him, but it's all patchy and shit. But no, it's it's really kind of. I kind of I post about this a little bit on my Facebook. It's kind of like inspiring because, right? You know, I saw a lot of struggles that a lot of us face. I I I know I faced it. Where like trying your hardest to to stop being or not being a, a joke in professional wrestling because V, you could vouch for this where we came from with the old Portland wrestling days. weren't weren't uh, a lot of the guys weren't you know properly trained and stuff and then even if they were properly trained they were looked at as jokes because of the um the people we were surrounded yeah and then you know we go we go off Uh, i'd say it was me you uh jb and a couple other guys i can't even think of right now we went off and got like real proper training 
but you know, just because of our past associations and we're, we're working so hard to stop being perceived as, as, as jokes and all this other stuff. And it kind of like resounded with me on a personal level, his little struggle with it. He's seen as, you know, the 180 pound celebrity who walked into WCW and got the title. And it's the the worst moment in professional wrestling history. And with him, it resounded. He, he hated being, he hated being this joke because he loves professional wrestling. He just wasn't, you know, a big guy and he was, he was an actor. Right. And he was always seen as this huge blemish. And now he's trying his hardest to work his way out of it, out of that joke. And he's doing pretty well. He went down to Mexico and trained, which I want to get into this because I kind of love this idea. Apparently, uh, luchas, luchadors, Mexican wrestlers will start wrestling, like doing spots in the street, doing sequences in the street where they're like, her karana whip each other, come running back, give him a her karana. He'll do his other twisty flippy shit in the middle of the street, like during rush hour traffic. And then after they finish the sequence, they'll walk through and like get uh, donations and handouts from everybody who watched. It's like street performers. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of love that idea. Yeah. See, I only got about a half hour into it before the show and I didn't get that far. So that, but that sounds kind of cool to get into. <laughs> yeah, it was a really good one. And then the part I kind of talked about you, Darkness, is that I hated this one fucking part where like he's wanting to he's wanting to come back, he's wanting to get actual training, but everybody's telling him no. And then he's just like, Well, there's this uh uh backyard wrestling promotion that said they'll they'll have me on there. And then there's this little fucking dumpy you think it's a girl, I think it's a guy. Little fucking dumpy ass. No, it's it's a guy. His voice is just <laughs> when he starts screaming, it just sounds like a woman who's yeah, like upset that you know, just screaming. <laughs> dumpy ass sixteen year old who's like, I'm gonna make David Arquette respect professional wrestling. Shut the fuck up, you little. You you're so hardcore in your mom's backyard where you gotta wash glass off each other in her fucking bathroom. <laughs> and then yeah he proceeds to beat the shit out of david arquette you could tell david arquette doesn't know what the fuck he's doing yeah that... well did this kid no and then yeah he no. wants to talk about respecting professional wrestling and he's just you know doing this shit uh, you get david arquette and you're gonna sit there and honestly tell me somebody who's been in wcw who you know might not be a, a well respected as far as being a wrestler but he's got personal first-hand knowledge for the inner workings of wcw and he can still pass that knowledge on to you and you're gonna treat him like that yeah what what the hell's wrong with you he he has knowledge of the inner workings of a major wrestling promotion and you're gonna sit there and tell me that you're gonna educate him and you're gonna show him you're gonna show him to respect the business it's because they're all badass 16 17 year olds in their fucking backyards hitting each other's light tubes and shit this is coming from somebody by the way who's a hardcore champion right now (laughs) uh it's no limits i'm sorry no limits whatever but still like you know you could do hardcore and still like have an art form to it yeah these guys are just going out there and you know beating the shit out of their bodies for no reason yeah, <laughs> it was funny because it was like I remember a bunch of that backyard stuff when I was a kid, and I we never had a federation or anything like that. It was me and a friend in high school, and all we would do is after every pay per view, 
we would go down underneath the bridge and we would wrestle underneath the bridge. It was just the two of us. We were just trying to learn. We were just trying to do go through the motions. But these kids who get together and they put up these rings and then they come out with these light tubes and all this other stuff. Yeah. It's just beyond, you know. And then, like, on the other spectrum of that, he goes in there with uh, Nick Gage, who's a well-known deathmatch wrestler. I, I kind of got, I kind of felt that like I watched this with my wife and she didn't see the stuff. We we have been in it doing this a long time and we all see little things. And he, Nick Gage was being a prick for no real reason, stiffing him and just lighting him up and like do, doing mean shit to him. And looked a little bit about this about the backstage thing. So uh, Nick Gage like breaks light tubes over our cat and then does the thing where he takes the end of the light tube and jabs uh, Arquette in the forehead with the broken bits. And then Arquette's like, okay, you're not doing that again. So, like, Nick Gage walks over and does it again, and Arquette's trying to cover up. And then Arquette, like, single leg takedowns Nick Gage, but on the way down, he actually slices his fucking neck open. And and his blood's, like, spurting out. And then you can tell Arquette's pissed off, which... I would be too. I said, don't fucking do it again. And then fucking wings Nick Gage in the head with a, with a chair that had light tubes on it and then gets held down for the one, two, three. It doesn't even sell. It pops up and goes, goes to the back and hits the hospital. Jeez. So that, that match there is not part of the documentary, right? Oh, they show almost the entirety of the match. Oh, do they? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I watched it okay. before I watched the documentary because I, I was kind of it was on like TMZ, and I was kind of interested in it. Yeah. But it's but right. and but it's a, a phenomenal documentary. I highly recommend it. And it, the official title of the documentary is "You Can't Kill David Arquette." Uh, it's "You Cannot Kill David Arquette." I found out that you cannot kill. It's on Amazon Prime right now, and there's a huge difference between "You Can't Kill" and "You Cannot Kill." Okay. If, you put, if you put you can't if you put you can't kill nothing comes up but if you put you cannot kill then it'll come up gotcha. <laughs> right <laughs> so I'm, I'm about a half hour into it like i said i'll finish off the last hour probably right when we get out of here but uh, yeah it's interesting i love i love wrestling documentaries i there's a few of them out there that are really good um I don't know if you guys ever saw the Vampiro one, which is pretty crazy. He starts a promotion in Mexico. No, I and saw that it's, one. And that's called, like, Angel Devil, the story of Vampiro. So there's a couple of really good ones out there. I mean, I Beyond mean, the Mat, everyone knows Beyond that. Beyond the so. a great one. Did yeah, you ever the, see uh, the, 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 the Jake backyard? The Snake, what was it? No, I didn't see the backyard. That's the one with the two brothers, right? Well, it has two brothers on it, yeah. Oh. Well, it's not, isn't it two brothers that were mad at each other over something, and then they they decide to settle it in the backyard? Well, in there, there it was in storyline, yeah. Oh, okay. I like I said, I just vaguely remember pieces of it, so because it was like All these right. two brothers who like have a federation, but it's just those two and their fucking ugly ass girlfriends. <laughs> but okay. I, I I like that one because there's the. I, I remember seeing this guy on. Uh, you remember Tough Enough? Yeah, yeah. This guy was on him, and I I uh, met him like years and years and years ago. Uh, the Lizard, and he's okay. kind of like the focal point of that. I was. He, he's a California guy. I was wondering if you knew him, 
darkness, but the lizard. Um, no, the only guy from Tough Enough that I trained with was uh, Eric, Eric Watts. Watts. Yeah, that's that's the guy from Tough Enough that I, I okay. he came in and trained with us, well, and he was the the star where the, I started out. So well, the, the that was one of uh, Bad Blood's old partners. Oh yeah, I'm sure it probably was. Bad Blood and him teamed up a lot in uh, in California where I was at. So yeah, but yeah, Eric Watts was the the guy from Tough Enough that I knew. But cool. The lizard does not. Uh, the lizard does not strike a strike a chord. I don't know. I met him once and I remembered he smelled bad. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Does he smell worse than some people we know? Uh, yes and no, because it's not like he doesn't smell like cigarettes. It's that stale sweat. Not washing your fucking pads. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Kids, if you're looking to get into the business, here's a tip. And it's not going to come from your trainer. Wash your shit. Because nobody wants to smell it, and you will be ostracized in the locker room if you don't. I don't know. Every trainer I've ever had has highly emphasized washing your elbow pads, knee pads, wash everything because nobody wants to get in the ring with somebody who smells like BO. <laughs> no, it's that's actually true because my first manager and my trainers all said, wash your shit. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I hate, like, there's been a few times where I, I forgot to wash something like throughout the week and it's like fuck and I apologize but uh you get people like dude I can't wash my pads it's going to deform them it's going to make them look. it's like fucking no, throw them in the wash bro no it does yeah. and I've washed my knee pads and I've had them for five years and I wash them after every show yep I do too I got my shit I washed it right after the last match I had and it's all been hanging up waiting for the next one in 2016 so. Speaking of, I remember because my first... fucking Dennis Stamp is joining us today. Dennis Stamp. Remember, he's the little okay. fat guy on the trampoline. <laughs> what? You don't remember him on Beyond the Mat? Oh, oh. Okay. I'm not. I'm not showing up because I'm not booked. Yeah, that guy. On the ECW WWF show. <laughs> yeah, the the Terry Funk retirement part seven. Yeah. <laughs> his his forty third retirement. Part 17. That's Terry Funk, man. For those of you who never watched it, Dennis Stamp was an enhancement talent, I think they're calling him now. And uh, like the the, the documentary takes place in like 97. And he straight up with a a straight face goes, I think my last uh, match was in 1986. And they're just fewer and farther in between. And you just never know. So I always got to stay ready. Like man, I think you just got to give it up at that point. Well, I don't know. Darkness. When was the last time you were booked? I was booked with you. Remember, we became the number one contenders for the BCW tag team titles. It was a joke. I brother. know. It was a I joke. Know, but I. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be cutting that out too. <laughs> nope. No, we'll leave that in. Fuck it. But. I don't know. All right, so wrestling. We got wrestling talk out of the way. Is yeah, we got wrestling. wrestling. We got our spooky and wrestling corner out of the way. <laughs> yeah. um, we want to delve into next, guys. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the finding out what... Uh, what? What did you say, Zach? <laughs> Hello? Dead air now. Wait, what? No, no, no. My, my <laughs> mic cut out on me. What happened? <laughs> I was like, what did you say? Because it went... Uh, okay, I don't moving remember on. now. <laughs> Good 
Anyway, oh yeah, I, I said on this, this on this uh, podcast where we don't talk about wrestling. Yeah, right. well, very minimally talk about wrestling. So hey, let's talk about Bill and Ted. Oh yeah, you watched <laughs> Bill and Ted. I did too. Yeah. You both we did. Both. I fucking refused to watch it. So you guys go right ahead. You know what? You're probably in the in the smarter half of the people. <laughs> Didn't fucking watch it. Hey, why? Hey, I've I found it interesting. It, it, I didn't go into this thing expecting a masterpiece. It was a Bill and Ted movie to me. Okay. No, no, no. The two Bills and Bill and Ted's are works of fucking art. You, you put respect on those names. All right. And then you walk out and you squat over my fucking DVD player and push out this trash. Fuck you. Thank you. Zach says very eloquently. <sighs> you know, I. <sighs> It wouldn't piss me off so much if they hadn't have basically taken Bill and Ted and shuffled them off to the side on basically like a side mission while their daughters went and did all the important shit. That kind of pissed me off. It's like, you know what? If you're going to rehash the past and just use the daughters, there's no reason to have them in it. Just say that they died or something. You know, you had to get Keanu Reeves to anchor people in (laughs) and, you know. I don't know, it was just disappointing to me. If it's a Bill and Ted movie, make it about Bill and Ted. You know, it, it's not I, like they're going to make another one with their daughters instead. So it's not might. like they're passing the torch or anything. They, they might, and I think it's just them passing the torch. I it's It was them passing the torch. They, they took themselves and faded out, and they basically left it to the daughters. And I'm not saying it was a great movie. I'm not saying rush out and, like, fucking throw praise at it but it it was entertaining the only thing i did dislike was it felt the end was very rushed and then abruptly ended yeah yeah it's like all right our budget's almost up let's get this over with but well i don't even necessarily know if it was the budget because they're they're finishing up as all this camera came into play yeah all the uh pandemic and shit yeah i mean i will say william sadler was fucking awesome so <laughs> reprising his role as the Grim Reaper, he was probably my favorite thing in that old movie. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, um, I liked him, and then I did like, uh, I, I, I like how their other selves, um, what they were doing to each other. Without going into spoilers, I just like what they were doing to try to, pretty much, dupe or trick the other Bill and Ted. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. That was a, that was a funny scene. I will give you that. So, you know, there was, there was spots to it. I, you know, I'm not going to say it was a total disaster of a movie, but you know, it wasn't up to what I was hoping it would be. I met it. Maybe I had higher aspirations because I was a fan of the old ones. So. I'm still a fan of the old ones. I'm not saying this anywhere near compares to the other ones. Okay, but I, I, I do feel that it fits in with them. Um, it, it's not like I'm going to sit there and be like, "You got to give respect to it because it, it should be at least equal to." No, it's it, it's ending uh, a a saga. It's ending the trilogy. It's it's making it, it brings it to an end. We know what happened to Bill and Ted. Um, and then now, if they want to, they can carry on with the daughters, which I hope to God they don't. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, all right, so there's uh, Darkest Times, <laughs> the two-man review on Bill and Ted Face the Music. <laughs> out, of, out of five, I gave it a two and a half. Out of five? Out of five. Oh, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I uh, gave it one and a half stars out of two. <laughs> <laughs> Out of 137 stars, I give it 109. <laughs> what? What the? What is the scale you're going off of? All right, so we want to get into uh, comic book book club. No, I, I wanted to uh, mention how uh, New New Mutants only grossed seven million, one of the lowest uh, in the X Men franchise. You see, nobody knew that came out. I had no idea until it said, oh, the I, movies I, that came out this week, Bill and Ted. Oh, and New Mutants. So I was like, they released that? Well, they finally, and, but they only released yeah, it to theaters, right? Exactly. That's the uh, thing. I knew, I knew it was coming out. They should have did exactly what Bill and Ted did. Uh, you know, yeah. rent it for 20 bucks, buy it for 24 you know? Well, they had it in the theaters, too. Well, what, exactly. What basically so, every movie is doing right now. So if they would have put put it out in the theaters and either rent it at home or buy it. Bam. There you go. You know, did you see it? No, I have okay. not. I, I'm not going, I'm not going to go to the theater. Okay. So you got, you, you got people out there who are Pussy. Um, very, <laughs> I don't have any theaters near me that are open and I'm not going to venture out and go find one. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're what, five minutes away from each other. There's, the mall does not have their theater open. They barely have any of the stores open at the mall. So, right. I know what so, I said. But you got so. You what? I yeah. said I know what I said. Fuck off, Zach. Okay. So you got you got the people who will gun ho go to the theater because they're like fuck this, nothing's going to stop me. More power to them. They're they'll provide money that way to this the movie. Then you got the people who are like, oh, dude, I'd rather stay at home. And if you're wise and you do what Bill and Ted did, twenty bucks to rent it or twenty four to buy it, people are going to buy it. Or you do what's wise for making money, and you offer it for premium viewing for thirty dollars on your already streaming service. God, are you still mad about that <laughs> Disney thing? I'm just mad because I know <laughs> I know what's going to happen with Black Widow, and that is a movie that I do actually want. Look, to see, man, so. I want to watch Mulan. I just don't want to pay thirty bucks for it. No, don't watch fucking Mulan. Fuck you're, Mulan. You're so full of shit. No. It's cool. No. The The cartoon one's my favorite Disney movie. Second favorite Disney movie. I never saw it. You uncultured swine. There's a bunch of like <sighs> those late 90s, early 2000s uh, Disney movies I didn't quite catch. So, What was the last Disney movie you watched? Uh, Incredibles 2. Oh, okay. So it's not too long ago. Wait, no. Which one came out later? Wreck-It Ralph 2 or Incredibles 2? Look, I was just talking shit. I don't fucking pay attention. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck, call my bluff, motherfucker. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> last Disney movie I watched? Song of the South. The last Disney movie, the most recent one? Incredibles 2, I'm going to say. I, uh, I saw Frozen 2 in theaters. Didn't take my daughter, wow. but I saw it. The last... <laughs> <laughs> the last one I saw was the live action uh, Lion King. Ooh, how was that one? I liked it. Um, 
Because I watched it's, I watched live action Beauty a, and the Beast and wanted to fucking shoot myself. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. But um, yeah, the Lion King wasn't bad. It it wasn't. It definitely was not the cartoon. Uh, the animated that was a masterpiece right well, there. Yeah. But uh, you know, they hit a lot of the. I I, I, steer, I still teared up when Mufasa died. So. Spoilers. I, mean, I guess that's because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what happened in Lion King, then you need to jump in front of traffic, okay? Well, don't tell that to the fucking eight-year-olds who listen to this. God. If there's eight-year-olds listening to this, the parents need to go to <laughs> we, jail. We are, our demographic is eight to 13, so we're really... Yeah, I forgot to put the explicit content label on it last week. Sorry. <laughs> Corrupting children now. <laughs> so you just now mentioned that eight to thirteen is the uh, the highest people watching, and Zach's talking about my nutsack. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get arrested soon. Yeah. <laughs> Zach talking about your nutsack is probably the most PG thing that's come out of his mouth in a while. <laughs> Fuck, last week we had a story about a dude. With a fucking dildo rammed up him in, in a hotel room, and and then, then we spent the like, week before that we spent twenty minutes talking about how much of a whore Hagrid's mom is. Yeah, so uh, just oh, getting that troll dick railed on her. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> All right, and that would be you guys rigging um, every live action Batman movie. The Batmans. Oh fuck. And then I will give you what the critics say are. All right, so I'm telling you right now, the critics are wrong. <laughs> I'm going to start out oh, I bet with they are. my favorite, and then work my way down to the worst. How's that? Batman '89 is my favorite, and it swallowed doesn't want to close. Sorry. Who is that? Or maybe your laptop's in the oh. way, and your shit's in the way. Oh, oh, we have a real life girl on the podcast. Yeah. Oh no. And my wife's voice was on that one week when we were asking her about Harry Potter. Was that who that was? Sure. No. <laughs> oh, that day, yeah. This this was Sarah. Oh. What'd she want? I'm I'm cutting all this. Oh. <laughs> okay. So before before you the the cut mark. So yeah, ten movies, ten Batman movies are they're in uh, Justice League versus Superman. Oh, so shit. are okay. we including Justice uh, League then? Batman the movie, the uh, Adam West in here. Adam West, okay. All right, so my favorites, uh, Batman 89. And then I'll go Batman Begins. Really? And then it seemed very much like a comic book storyline to me. I mean, with the... Uh, the water that they're going to vaporize and turn into poison. I mean, that's such a comic book story, and it was the most realistic that you could make it, so I kind of liked it. <sighs> are, you, are you sitting on the toilet or what? Actually, I was just <laughs> shooting ropes. Well, there you go. We're talking about Batman. Oh, I had to crank oh, one out. Oh, Batman Begins. Oh, <laughs> and <laughs> I just <laughs> finished. I'm shooting. Uh, I just finished. All right. Yeah. I have completed. Yeah. All right, and then I will go with uh, Batman: Mask of the Phantasm because I know that's on there. Oof. 
No, that's animated. Okay, so live action. action. I'm sorry. Fuck me sideways. Fuck. I'm sorry. All right, so Batman 89, <laughs> Batman Begins, Batman Returns, uh, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, Batman v Superman, Justice League, Adam West Batman, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. All right. Yeah, I think that's. I think I got them. <laughs> I'm looking. Yeah, it looks and, like you got them all. Now, fuck you for not including Mask of the Phantasm on there. By the way. No, this is it's, just. This is something that. It's an article I saw, and I saw them rank, and I figured I'd get your guys' opinion before I told you what, in my opinion, and before I told you what, the critics, said was. Okay. So. From one so. that's in there. To, all right, Zach. My Go. turn. Uh, Batman Returns, Batman 89, Dark Knight Rises, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Batman and Robin is a fucking hilarious movie, and I will put it up oh, against okay. any fucking comedy, all right? <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin, Batman v Superman, uh, Batman Forever. Probably Batman Begins, uh, Justice League, and Dark Knight. And where does Batman Adam West go? Below the Dark Knight. Obviously at, yeah, the, at end. the end. Oh, wow. Now what, what did they officially rank them? <laughs> All right. So we're going Dark from one. We're starting at 10. We're going 10 all the way down to 1. Okay. So number 10 on the list, Batman and Robin. They gave that a 19.5 average. Jeez. Number 9, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. They gave that an average of 36. But that one was better than Just, Justice League. I don't know. Justice League, <laughs> 42.5 average. Oh, fuck off. Then we got Batman 89. They gave that an average of 70. Yeah. Nah, uh, no, believe Batman Returns, an average of 74. So that's number five. Number four, Batman the Movie with Adam West. That bullshit. <laughs> a 74.5. Batman Begins, an average of 77. Number two, The Dark Knight Rises, average of 82.5. Oh, yeah, they're just. They're just and Nolan. Number one, The Dark Knight, average of eighty nine. Okay, I'm saying so, this right here on this on, the, on a huge worldwide forum that that we're on. The Christopher, we're, I'm tired of pretending the Christopher Nolan Batman movies were good movies. They were fucking trash. The Dark Knight Rises was okay at best. The Dark Knight, if Heath Ledger didn't die in it, it would have been an okay movie. I hate Christian Bale as Batman. No, I agree. I like Batman Begins because you can you can kind of actually look at it as it takes place before Batman 89 in a way. God, but that but, fucking costume looked awful. Oh, yeah. That was one of my biggest complaints was the costume. It just, I know, yeah, he wants to turn his head and everything else. But, yeah, there was, there, but Ra's al Ghul and the Scarecrow were good. 
And like I said, the overall plot of the story, it seemed like it was ripped right out of a comic book, and it was believable, which is what I liked about well, it. Well, you take you you take the Scarecrow, which is legitimately one of the best Batman villains, and you kind mm-hmm. of just turn him into a punchline with those three movies. Yeah, they did that. I mean, the first one he had a decent, but then the second and third, he was like, it wasn't he just showed up in a in a courtroom scene or something? Like yeah, he's he was still the, around, he was the judge. But... Oh yeah, remember yeah. remember this guy? He's been in these movies too. Yeah. And I love Killian Murphy right. as the as the scarecrow, but fuck, give him something better. Yeah. Oh, we wanted to make it dark and gritty. Fuck you. Alright, here's a quick question for you. Of any Batman villain that has not made it to the big screen, which one would you like to see and played by who? Huh. So a Batman villain that hasn't made it to the big screen that we'd like to see him played by who? Yeah. Condiment King played by Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> well, he's already Black Adam, so that's not going to happen. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Universe building. Universe so, did building. Every, so did everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I saw his Mortal Kombat ending in a movie in a game that he wasn't <laughs> in. But... <laughs> who All right, well, you guys think oh, about a... it. I got, I got two. But Let's I'm hear gonna, yours. The first one that I wanted to see that is not going to happen now because the actor's too old. I would have loved, and this was right around in the Keaton era, Batman. If they would have done Mister Freeze, oh no, he's already big screen. Never mind. Yeah, he's, he's Schwarzenegger. The uh-huh. best Mister Freeze. No, I think I think Christopher Lloyd would have made an awesome Mister Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> if you shaved his head and he had those goggles on and he just talked in that monotone voice like he did with Judge Doom from Who uh, Framed Roger Rabbit. Okay. That would have been fucking awesome. And he could have finally gotten like legit because he's kind of like a comic actor and nobody ever gave him anything. But um, the the only one that hasn't been to the big screen that I can think of that I would love to see would be Clayface. And coming up with an actor to play him, it's almost like you would want to try and do it a little bit meta where it would you'd want to do like an older actor who was like kind of pretty boy back in the day. And his looks are kind of failing. If Marlon so, Brando was still alive, <laughs> you know what? That would be awesome. <laughs> that would, something like that. Like yeah, that kind I don't, of a casting. I, think I, I want awesome. Clayface. I want Clayface, but I don't want young Marlon Brando when he gave a shit. I want fucking bloated Apocalypse Now Marlon Brando who showed up, slept his way through six <laughs> lines, and fucking demanded a paycheck. He's reading the script off of a baby's diaper. <laughs> it's... Jesus. I love he the, is Superman's father, remember. I love the idea of him and Godfather in this hugely powerful scene where like, oh, they massacred my boy and he's crying, but off 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 the, the camera he's holding a hot dog that he's been snacking on all day. <laughs> uh, it's, I, I don't know who you could cast as, as that clayface role, but like I said, an older actor who's already who's like a pretty boy and who's not too much anymore. That Marlon Brando was perfect, though. That I mean, you would have never gotten him to do it, but that's pretty cool. Oh, he would have done it if you put enough zeros on the paycheck. He just wouldn't give him a shit. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> in like Superman, he tried to he tr- he tried his hardest to like voice over most of it. Yeah, and like I said, he was sitting there reading off of the baby's diaper oh. the the few lines that he had in Superman. So. I one day want that level of not giving a shit. 
<laughs> All right, did you guys come up with anything? Kite Man, played by Eric Andre. Jesus. I don't I, think he I, I was a Batman know. villain. Kite Man was a Batman villain. No, I meant Jesus. But oh. Okay. No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> hey. he was a Superman villain. I mean, we already got kind of a Ra's al Ghul, which I, I think we should have had something better. Um, I'm, Liam Neeson wasn't... I don't know. <laughs> they should have okay. stuck with... Uh, Ken, Ken, what the fuck's his name? Ken Watanabe, the first guy who played, who we were led to believe was Raz Al Ghul. She yeah. stuck with him. All right, well that went over like a turd in a punch bowl. So no, 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 we can we can keep going. This is just big we vicious. Can it. We can salvage uh, it. <laughs> what the fuck? Are we? Uh, well, the more I get to talk about Batman, uh, the more the more I'm happy. I just had a cool one though. Just pop in my head. Jeff Bridges playing Hugo Strange. Uh, <laughs> I can see that. Uh? Fucking Jeff Bridges. He kind of, I mean, with Obadiah Stane, the look that he had in that. But That's kinda what I kind of like thought about. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis playing Professor Pig. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, you're getting into some of the darker ones. I Yeah, that Morrison... <laughs> run was really good with their crazy villains. Professor Pig was fucking dark. Um, and then, uh, so who'd you pick for Man Bat? Oh. Andy Circus. Yeah, I could see that. Like, I mean, you want to go really crazy. I mean, you got, like, the Grim Reaper and all that stuff for Batman villains. But Who'd, who'd make a good Victor Zaz? Ooh. Well, he's already been out. Hasn't he already been in a movie? Oh, he was in Birds of Prey. Oh, he was. I forgot about that. So, yeah. Who 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 would you guys pick for Solomon Grundy? Mm. See, that's that was the problem. I'm sitting here trying to think of a good actor Bron- before I said who I want. Braun Strowman. Who? Well, yeah, because he already <laughs> just has to go up there and scream. That's all Grundy does. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be all CGI anyway. So forget. I couldn't fucking. Who's the bodybuilder who played the Hulk? Lou Ferrigno? Lou Ferrigno. We, we just have to pay him blue. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I guess. And isn't he deaf, so it'd be like even more funny. Oh. Him in yeah. him in <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, uh, Michael we, Caine has the ventriloquist. Everybody. Michael Caine's already offered. Fuck you. No. No. And like, oh, we offended deaf people. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. We're going to get canceled. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like insulting the Amish. How the fuck are they going to know? <laughs> Until that one Amish guy listens to us on their, like, on their weird weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got you got tons of villains. A lot of them are going to be in uh, Suicide Squad, but Ooh. I mean, Firefly, <laughs> Firebug. You know. Well, I mean, then you have Killer Croc. Well, they had him in Suicide Squad. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It's, KGBs. I'd rather see him in Batman. Oh, yeah. I would love. I don't know. I can't think of who I'd want to play him, but Deacon Blackfire would be a good person. All right. So one last question, then we'll get out of this comic thing. Um, 
of a DC property or a DC character that you have not seen on the big screen, who would you want to see? Like a favorite of yours that's maybe a little under the radar that you'd like to see? The Submariner. That's Marvel, but okay. That is Marvel. Never mind. Fuck. <laughs> no, it just we, came... We, we can go there. It, it legitimately just came to my head because uh, the comic book auctions I, I go to, one of the guys is trying his hardest to sell these Submariner comics, and it's just not happening. Submariner's never been a big seller. I mean, Jesus, V. He's just ripping down that closet. <laughs> no, he's not making any noise. All right. Well, I'm just going to edit that. We're not going to even forget it. Forget well, Big it. V's dead. I, I did ask that it. last question. <laughs> no. There's too much shit going on. Okay. Oh, man. Remember when Victor Pre- or Vincent Price played uh, Egghead? Yeah, unfortunately. Now, fuck you. That was gold. Yeah, it was gold from the actor, but he could have been a much better character. (laughs) What about Zatanna? Zatanna? Yeah, I'd like to see Uh her. It's my my favorite G-tier Mortal Kombat character. So, uh, I think through that, since we're still in comics, we should talk about The Wake. Yes, The Wake by Scott Snyder. And it was Big V's choice. Yeah. So. It was my choice, something that none of us have read. Yeah. You didn't read it um, either? I I read it, but I, I never read it before. So it was something that none of us have well, touched shit, upon. That's what I, I, suggest, I, I suggest comic books that I know are good and I know everybody's going to enjoy. You just take this shot in the dark, you fucking wild card. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So, yeah, I read The Wake. I uh, read the first, I guess it's the first arc of the story. It's like the first 10 issues? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember how many issues it was. Oh, oh okay. So I got to, it's it's almost like the thing in a, in a submarine, I guess is a way of putting it. But, yeah, it was, it was interesting because it, you get a, She's what a, mar- a marine biologist or something like that. Yeah. So they have they have yeah. her come in and do research because they're getting weird sonar based transmissions coming in their equipment. So they get this chick and they bring her onto this underground underwater um, sea lab, basically. And it was interesting, like I said, because it was like the thing they had these weird mer people. They were like half fish, half people. And they, instead of changing their bodies to look like other people, they could influence the minds of the people that were down there to look like the other people and basically kind of shapeshift in that way by by screwing with their mind instead of physically changing themselves. So it was interesting. It was like a horror movie in comic book form. So, yeah, I like the first arc of it. I didn't go past that, so I don't know where it goes from there, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, the way you said it, it was kind of set up really good as a horror movie. And in my eyes, it kind of made it a little bit uh, predictable. And then it kind of just petered out for me. Like, it starts off pretty good and really interesting. And then, uh, yeah, it just kind of peters out for me. And I... Uh, wasn't that big of a fan of the of the mermaid design and then they had the theory of where like they tried to science it oh yeah like yeah. They, 
they got really into the explanation of the creatures. Yeah, and it really just kind of, that kind of killed it for me. Like, like so, with uh, so, with with the, with like uh, aliens with the xenomorphs, they were so much cooler and better when they were just something in space you have to deal with from time to time. And then the new movies came out and then tried to put too much explanation on them, and now they're not as scary. And that's kind of the 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 right. thing I had with the the killer mermaids in the wake. No, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I understand exactly that. It's almost like it's it's scarier not knowing. Yes, exactly. Yeah, the fear of the unknown. Like, are these people that got mutated by some kind of toxic waste? Are these a, a step like, in evolution? Is this? I mean, you draw your own conclusions. Like darkness, you you put on this uh, good uh, idea with with. It's kind of like the thing. Well, in uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, you don't know what the fuck it is. It's a space alien, but you don't know yeah. what it looks like. You don't yeah. know anything about it. You know what it does. And then that makes it so much more scarier. The same with, like, the, the, the mer people in The Wake would be scarier if they were just something that fucked with your head when you went down too deep and they don't want you down there. And exactly. yeah, it didn't, it didn't do much for me. Okay, so you will not be continuing the story. <laughs> no, I, I read it. It's I spent six bucks on it. I won't be continuing it. V, what have yeah, you? I, I, I you gave know, it two stars out of sixty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Zach said he really he was enjoying the beginning, and then it petered off. I it was going back and forth. Like I kind of forced myself to continue reading because it would be enjoyable, and then it kind of dropped for me. And it'd pick up a little bit. Um, yes, it, it was that very um, horror movie aspect. It was like, but when I'm reading something, I don't want to be able to predict. Like Zach said, it, it was very predictable. Uh, a horror movie, it, it, it's predictable. And some turn around and surprise you by um, throwing you yeah. a curveball. But you expect to go into a horror movie, you know what you expect. And that's a horror movie, so I'm cool with that. But when I'm reading a book, um, whether it's a comic book or a book, I don't want to like pretty much go, "Oh, I already know what the yeah. end's going to be." You don't, you don't, you don't want to be like, "Okay, this person's going to die. This person's going to die. This person might live." That's where. So, comic books. I prefer reading an actual book over comic books in a lot of ways because I can let my imagination roll. A comic book, you're getting. Um, somebody else's perspective of it uh, they're showing you what they they see which i enjoy that too because like the artwork i like the artwork yes, in it. actually actually yes I, the I artwork was fantastic in it um yeah it was really fantastic i really loved the artwork and i was enjoying that when you can start predicting and it, it's like pretty much all right i already know what you're about to do here and i'm done and you kind of have to force yourself to continue reading so that way you actually have mm -hmm. an opinion <laughs> so yeah i i will not continue reading yeah that that was a big thing for me is that i like transmetropolitan even though i didn't really care for it i still wanted to read it with the wake i had to well well fuck i guess i'll read it yeah and with uh saga i'm still reading it i still like it yeah. so i'm still continuing with that one on my own and that's i'm continuing on both those two so you're um, still reading transmetropolitan we had, yeah I, I i read i read a little bit here on each one throughout the throughout the week and then with this yeah no i, I really I, I basically with uh sorry i had this tell zach it sucked so he can have a fit <laughs> but you know but like everything some things start off very slow and you just have to like 
give it a chance and and with saga it picked up i'm, I'm enjoying it so you guys pick good ones that you guys know and i'll throw in the wild card every time wild card bitches <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my family playing uno what the fuck <laughs> And for this week, it's the blind draw. We are going to read off. Oh, no, this this week I, I'm I'm sticking with the safe bet that I know I like. We're gonna read the first volume of uh, Southern Bastards by Image Comics. Okay, all right. And it's it's yeah. not. What's up? Do you have an author or anyone that wrote it? Or fuck, I don't know. Okay, I'm just trying to help people get find it if they're looking for it. Go go type in Southern Bastards by Image Comics. <laughs> I, I can't imagine there's too many comic titles with the name Bastards in it. So. No, but like, <laughs> I, I, I was talking to Darkness a little bit about this, and this coming from a professional wrestler, this might come as a shock. I'm not a big sports guy, and I don't, no. don't really like, care for football. This, I, I love uh, crime dramas, and this is a crime drama where the centerpiece is like high school football as the front for all this shady backs, like Southern crime drama this uh kind of kingpin crime lord is allowed to and this isn't spoiling anything this is kind of it's up front uh this drug lord or this drug lord kingpin is kind of allowed everybody knows he's doing this horrible shit but he's leading their football team to state so they're kind of like uh we'll just brush it on the table because he's led us to state four times already and i love because it has we're, we're talking about art style and it has like this purposefully ugly art style just to show how ugly everything is and it's really fucking good uh-huh. i think and i can't wait for you guys to read it and get your <laughs> thoughts on it what's it called again southern bastards southern bastards first volume is here okay. was the man okay all right all right well look into that read that and have my book report ready for you next week I want it. I want it scaled on a twenty-five star rating. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> twenty-five. Jesus. Twenty-five. I give it. Uh, yes. I give it three shoes out of four. <laughs> so we got comic book book club out of the way. Anything else we got pending? We got no V spot because because he gets in trouble. He gets in trouble. We will we'll try to come uh, up with uh, next week. We'll have ghost stories. I v's think ghost I think stories. V's ghost story is going to be a good segment. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm going up to this uh, cemetery up by the uh, the New Hope Church on Wednesday, and then back to the uh, other cemetery on Saturday. Cool. So I should have some interesting stuff. Nice. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, it'll be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, we've pretty much covered anything. Anything new in the world of pop culture, comic books, movies that you guys can <laughs> think of? I mean, it's been kind of a slow news week for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I just kind of scrolled. I didn't see it, look into it, but I kind of just scrolled past that DC announced that there's going to be a Batman day. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. So, Is it coming up, or is it they're planning it as an annual thing? I just said I scrolled heavy? past it. I don't fucking know. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, this is the type of hard hitting for be... our listeners. Jesus. <laughs> so next week I should be able to uh give you a little more on the uh Marvel Avenger game. It it comes out on the fourth. Mine's already been milled out, so I should be receiving it any day now. Nice. Okay. Um Yeah. Yeah, we'll get an so, update on the how it transitioned from beta into actual release. 
I've already heard a coworker a coworker picked this copy up September nineteenth. And he already said Okay, September nineteenth is Batman Day. Okay. Continue, B. <laughs> Jesus. I can hear the keystrokes in the background as he's trying to come up with it. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh shit. Uh, but yeah, he already said it's better than the beta version, so I, I'm excited to check that out. Ooh, and if we're talking about video games, I want to talk about Disco Elysium. <laughs> we already went through the video games, Jesus. No, he was talking about. He gets to talk about his little stupid Marvel game. I want to talk about my actual big boy games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Disco Elysium's really good. I'm done. <laughs> So, is it uh, on Steam? Yeah, it's on it Steam. Uh, it's okay. I, I love the it's I love the art style <clears throat> in it because it's kind of like a top-down isometric thing where you you point and click where you want to go, but everything's like it's kind of like watercolors, like it's everything's painted onto the screen. And the idea oh, is, okay. you're a detective who's kind of a shitbag, and you're trying to solve a murder, but you got so drunk and pilled up the night before that you give yourself amnesia. You have a hangover so bad that you give yourself amnesia. And so you got to kind of go from the bottom up on how to solve this murder again. And then you kind of just, just kind of like figure out how much of a shit bag you were. And like the cool thing oh, about it. So I realized the cool thing about it is that I realized why Zach likes this game. I yeah. going to say it, but I get my mouth shut. <laughs> It's finally a character I can identify with. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so real. <laughs> it's very immersive. Okay. <laughs> He's sitting there getting drunk with the guy. All right. Well, well that, yeah, that's kind, of the thing, that's kind of the thing about it is that like you could choose to not be to not like, cause like you'll, you'll, you'll put points into like little, uh, your personality traits. Like you could put points into, uh, it's called physical instrument, and it's not like it's not like how hard you could punch, but if you could take a good punch. And then uh, okay. there, there's a thing where like you could put points into your addiction, and then every now and then, every Jeez. time you see uh, every time you see a bottle of wine, your or a bottle of booze or a cigarette, your addiction will be like, hey, you should totally steal that, and then you could actually talk to it back and be like, yeah, I'm gonna, or tell it to fuck off. Okay. <laughs> but like my favorite part of it is like very early in the game you wake up you're like oh shit I'm hungover I don't you you piece together that you're a cop and then uh your partner comes in and your partner's like okay did you check out the dead body? What dead body? Well you mean you didn't check out the dead body? It's just been hanging there for seven fucking days. <laughs> and then yeah you go behind the hotel you're staying in and there's a dead body that's just been there for seven days. Fuck. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. It's called Disco Dis Disco Elysium. Disco Elysium. All right. Yeah. I'll look into that one because I got a Steam account. So. And then yeah, and and you could adopt uh like ideas that'll affect your uh, dialogue choices in it. Like again, very early on, to get past this one guy, if you put points into your 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 physique, your phys how physical you are, you could kick his ass and then push his butt and like get past him to uh, the the big uh, mafia boss. Or if you can't do that, you have to 
you could argue with them about uh, how racism is bad, or you could adopt the idea of racism and it totally affects the way people talk to you and your dialogue choices because now you're just a racist. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it is. It's one of those ones that like you, you're not going to sit down and play it for 30 minutes. It's one where you have to clear out some time for it. All right. So, uh, anything else pending that we can think of? Uh, no, no wrestling going on, so I can't promote any shows. Yeah, well, we'll get to that eventually, hopefully. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys want to head on over to the website, Dark Asylum, uh, we got our own individual Facebooks. Look them all up. Buy Twitter. a shirt. Twitter. A shirt, buy my book. Uh, but you got a book? <laughs> <laughs> Buy my book. <laughs> People power. All right. That's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. Uh, uh, did I ever tell you I met that banana hands himself? No shit. Yeah. Yeah. That dude is a trip and a half, man. I, it was funny because I had to like I had to bodyguard for him. And I'm like, why does this dude need a bodyguard? <laughs> he was like, he was taller than V, and maybe <laughs> half his wide. Like he was, he was pretty big. Really? It's like, it's like if if, you, if like All Might was a person, it would be <laughs> Tony Robbins. He was just like, hi, how are you? I'm Tony <laughs> Robbins. And then he sticks his big like baseball mitt of a hand out at me. I'm like, Jesus. And like, I'm but I'm basically bodyguarding All Might. I'm like, it doesn't make any sense. Why am I here? So yeah, well, because you're guy. you're basically the mini boss to get to the main boss. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, we will uh, wrap this one up. Get your questions into us. You got any ideas for any uh, future segments? Because now we have to kill off the V spot. Luckily, V didn't actually get killed off, so it wasn't the reason we had to kill it, which is always good. Not yet, but. Well, hey, well, not yet because hey, I'm going ghost hunting, so there's always the possibility of dying. Oh, God. Yeah, well, I want the recording of you pulling a Zach Bagans and just screaming and scratching yourself. Oh my God, I'm possessed. <laughs> if I go, I'm wearing an affliction t shirt. Uh, yeah, you got to. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. <laughs> All right, so for uh, Zach Winters, yep. for Big Vicious. Uh, yeah this is darkness and the asylum is closed Thank you.